Welcome to Splatter Thoughts. I'm your host, Will. I'm your host, Easton. So, Easton. Yeah. Tell me a story. Okay, I've, I've actually been thinking about it a lot. So, growing up, there's a handful of different things we did from, like, between pranks and pranking each other, which got to extremes, okay. which we had to then settle down with challenges and punishments. Okay. So, Whoa. Like, yeah, so just like impractical real. jokers and shit like that. Right. So I'll just go straight into the impractical jokers out of it. We'd have challenges that we'd have to do, and I used to do a lot of sports and everything, so my metabolism was insane. I'd also work with my dad and doing construction. My friend also joined us, Sharky, Keith, and uh, his meta- all of us could eat like fucking beings of food like Kirby. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Swallowed it. Yes. But what we would do was we called it the value menu challenge, and each of us would order everything off of the value menu. Everything. Everything. All and of it. it. Being value menu was never over twenty bucks. Well, okay, but yeah, but that's price wise, but you'd food still consumption have, wise. Like, five burgers, three fries, like ten chicken nuggets of each kind. Uh, too frosty much. And shit. Way too much. Like eating it. Y'all won this challenge, like, frequently? Or? Yes. Oh. Yes, so you'd have to win. If you didn't win, you got punished by every other winner. In being, what way? So being three of us, if two people won and one person lost, that means they got punished twice. And the rule was you sit down, you have one hour. If you throw up, you're disqualified. If you walk away, you're disqualified. You're allowed to get up once to pee. You can't leave for more than five minutes. If you leave for more than five minutes, you could have thrown up or whatever, come back, and then... I learned things about the body where after you eat a certain amount, <laughs> your body will then try to make room for everything. So you're <laughs> without your control, you're going to start sweating. You're going to start fucking crying. Your nose is going to start running. Like Thanksgiving feast, have you ever gotten the sniffles? No. No? <laughs> you need to eat more Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> I mean, I eat tons. There's, there's a reason I'm never fat. Sniff- <laughs> That's not that wasn't part of the food experience for me. I, I'm, not, I'm not, not sure, but. <laughs> but okay. So at a certain point, your body just starts giving up and like just get rid of shit, <laughs> leave it, <laughs> leave it behind. <laughs> so yeah, I, like, I start I start like inhaling a little bit, then something back in my chair, and I go, oh, it's time for sleeps. That's eat past that. Okay. That's okay. when your body gives up on everything. Okay. It re-wakes yeah, up. Yeah, no, it's like, no my body, the sleep point is like, <laughs> probably shouldn't. I guess I get it. Because you eat to the point of like, now you like overate and you don't feel good. If you eat a little bit past that, now you have the itis, which is the whole falling asleep and everything after eating the food coma. Food coma. Yeah. yeah. A little bit past that is SOS, get rid of shit. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's like some to vomit. Yeah, yeah. Some so, to poop a lot. Pick one. <laughs> so you have to eat everything off of the value menu and keep it down. Okay. If you throw up, you're disqualified, you lose. And we had to start doing this because our pranks got too insane. We had to start coming up with rule sets. Hmm. And uh, I remember um, Sharky lost and me and my dad won. And this one was the McDonald's challenge. And there's a lot of shit. The kid's meal counts as a value menu item, I learned. <laughs> you got three different kid's meals plus everything else on them. Wow. So this makes me sound like a grotesque person, but <laughs> that's because it was a grotesque challenge. That was the point of it. But Sharky lost. Me and my dad won. My dad made it so he had to get his prostate checked. And I made it so that he had to eat a waffle cone of ice cream, except the ice cream was butter. Wow. Yes. <laughs> um... I remember I lost one time, and what he did was he told me to come inside his house, and I didn't expect anything. I touched the doorknob, and he had taser pressed the other side of it, and I got tased through the fucking door. Oh, man, your dad was a trickster. (laughs) No, that was Sharky getting revenge for the butter cone. Okay, okay. (laughs) So I got revenge on him, and this is where I learned. I looked up online, like, weird reactions your body has. I learned that if you take a glass of milk, just like the... I don't know, like eight ounce at work or six ounce or whatever. And like three drops of Dawn dish soap or like every drop you do adds another like hour to a half hour, depending on the body, of throwing up and puking. (laughs) So four hours in, he calls me. He's like, I'm just bored. (laughs) That sounds terrible. I can't quite imagine. I had this one experience when I was... uh... Working at Red Lobster, where this uh, little tiny Asian man uh, came in, sat down at the booth, and I was a server at the time, and 
I'll never forget. He was like, let me get one of the whole lobsters from the tank. Let me get an ultimate feast. Now, if you've never been to Red Lobster, this is two different, very large meals that this man has already ordered. Um, so the lobster from the tank is going to come with a couple sides, a salad, and a drink. Yeah. Um, obviously. Um, and <laughs> regardless of that, he also ordered uh, Ultimate Feast. Yeah. Which is uh, lobster tail, crab legs, a couple sides, a salad. So he had two lobsters and crab. Uh, he had and. a whole lobster, another lobster tail, a rack of crab legs, four sides, and he'd ordered actually three drinks uh, by the time his food came. So he'd actually already had now, like size of three. person. <laughs> Normally, only one person's going to order one of these meals. Yeah, uh, this tiny Asian man ordered okay. two big man meals. Yeah, um, and. Uh, he scarfed them down pretty much instantaneously. I, I brought them both to the table around the same time, and within 20 minutes, there was nothing left. And I looked at this guy, and I was like, wow, bro. Uh, yeah. I am impressed. I'm not quite sure what it is I'm seeing right now. <laughs> and uh, my comprehension I feel like breaking the lobster down would take more time. A little intense. <laughs> nah, this man had it in the back. <laughs> he was uh, decked, ready, and prepared, studied in the matter, I guess. I, yeah. He tore him up. And, <laughs> he studied the art of... And while I'm call. in disbelief and telling him about my disbelief and and being like, wow, man, you know, you, you did the thing. <laughs> you he is actually uh, interrupting me. He's ordering more. Um, <laughs> he wanted, he wanted uh, another couple pounds of crab and pounds. another whole, yeah, like two more pounds, three more pounds of crab, I don't remember, and yeah. uh, another whole lobster from the tank. Um, and again, bear in mind that each one of these things, uh, each order of crab and the lobster are going to come with more sides. Yeah. Okay, so... So we went from an experience where one small man... Uh, well, I was going to say, like, the average person eats, like, three to four pounds of food. He'd already <laughs> crossed the four-pound threshold. <laughs> before he ordered the second set. A little, little, right? little tiny Asian man. I'll never yeah. forget it. Uh, not that the Asian part matters. It's just what I remember about him. You know, yes, that's what yes. stood out to me. Key um, details. Um, and, uh, we had some, some black rim glasses too. Got that part in my mind. But, uh, after he orders the first set, he gets the, another few pounds of crab, like three more meals. Um, <laughs> six more sides. Okay. Uh, and he gets another drink from the bar. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man? How's this even possible? Did he say he's it, like competitive eater or something? He had to have been. Cause I know because he can do like 36 pounds. Because after that, uh, when I rang back the other order told my boss and a couple of my co-workers about the conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just I unbelievable. <laughs> I was like, I hope he doesn't die. Like, yeah. you know, it's really oh, that's, that's a better, concern, that's a better concern. Uh, like, fuck. Like, yeah. I didn't even care if he paid at that point. I was like, how the fuck is he gonna shit this all out comfortably? <laughs> <laughs> we gave him Frank's red light. <laughs> I mean, he was down in some butter. <laughs> so I guess he was sleepy at least. <laughs> But, uh, now he, uh, <laughs> on that note, he was outside. I looked out the window after I rang in the other order and told my peoples. Yeah. He was outside, running in place like a motherfucker. I mean, like. Like burning the calories right uh, Dude, there. I mean, like, I've never seen somebody run in place more proper than this guy. I mean, he looked like the Flash that was stuck in glitch <laughs> mode. Okay. He was pounding it. Um, yeah. There was, sweat, there was sweat beating down the sides of his face. That's from overeating, not the running. Yeah, uh, No <laughs> clue. Um, what I do know is that that dude just strolled back in there and then ate all the other food that he ordered. Another two, three pounds of crab, six sides, and another whole fucking lobster. And I have never seen anything like that. Yeah. And I think his bill was like 300 some dollars. Okay, that's insane. It really was. And uh, I, I couldn't comprehend, again, the fact that this little guy was able to put down this tremendous amount of food. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, man, like a twig left like a blimp. <laughs> Look, no, no. It's like I don't know where it went. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in between the speed run-ins and some power shits that I was unaware of. <laughs> he, uh, he figured some shit out, but... I mean, honestly... He didn't loosen the belt or anything? Like, no. Just... <laughs> no, the man ate more than I've ever seen a human being eat in my life. And, and I've worked in a lot of restaurants. I've seen a lot of people. Yeah. And uh, he... You talk about normals, like, three to four pounds of food. This, yeah. this guy dropped over 20 pounds of food. Yeah, that's fucking... That's Unquestionable. Insane. That's insane. And uh, went on to live another day, I'm sure. Because uh, this was not the first time. There's no way. This guy was professional. Professional eater. And uh, he knew what he was there for. Yeah. Oh, that's insane. Um, I'm a side rail you because my mind is scatter thoughts. <laughs> you know, um, that's the special episode coming I, up. Scatter thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have my... I'm just thinking about a bunch of different shit. Like, I have Slurms McKenzie stuck in my head. Like, Who's that? Did you watch Futurama? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I did. Okay, Slurm. The mascot. Yeah. Whatever the fuck he's saying. I was like, was he wham wham wobble? <laughs> My, my. But I started thinking about, like, there's not a lot, but there's a, a more amounts of snails that are put on media than I thought about. There's a lot of snails out there. Like... Like Gary. Gary the Snail, Slurms McKenzie, mm-hmm. Turbo. Yeah, Brian Reynolds. That's my dude. Oh, voice actor for... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how is he a snail? <laughs> you had me fucked up. Dude, been uh, fucking with him since Van Wilder. Um, what was the weird... Deadpool's been some... nice. It's been a good... Uh... Oh, that's been great. Um, no, that's... Good upgrade. Okay, okay. Um, do you remember... What the fuck was it? No, that's not Ryan Reynolds. I was on the team with Dan Cook. Well, that's um, a different guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm... <laughs> I think of Dan Cook movies. Cause at the, I was at like... the end of Waiting, Dan Cook is in the same movie with Ryan Reynolds. That's what I was thinking was the fucking... Where he's like... Let's add some Parmesan to the steak and scratch uh, yeah. his head with the dandruff. I just instantly thinking of when the dude comes in and is like, and, and most of all, fuck you. <laughs> right at the, like, of all the people in here, you're the fucking worst Dane Cook. <laughs> I, just, I remember Dane Cook looking back like, what um, the fuck? My mean, man. Um, working for Wendy's, there, there's this couple that kept coming in and... Uh, it's these two old couple who come in every day, and they always get one large chili and a burger to split, and it's just really sweet. <laughs> and they're my, they're my favorite people I see. It's nice to see that in the world, uh, especially these days. It's just it, it, it. It's not even like in relevance to the elderly. This could be like a middle aged couple that that comes in, and like does the same thing. But mm-hmm. like any people that are dedicated enough to like have a moment together and yes. a thing. Um, uh, in this area. It's really cool. It's really cool oh, to it's, see. It's, it's heartwarming. So, I now have two things to spew off from that. The first one is that we'll come back to is um the problem is nowadays Tinder made it a video game. It's now what? the what? I, it's the idea that I can always do better and set the swipe. I can always do better. I can always do better. Why there's people who are confusing comfortability with lack of spark. Because you have the honeymoon phase. The honeymoon fades and you're comfortable. Of course, Beauty, fireworks, sparks, it's amazing. And then the honeymoon phase ends, and you're now at the comfortable phase where the relationship starts. Like, it's where it's like, okay, we're now comfortable with each other. Our life together can start. It's now not just rose-tinted glasses. It's us. And people confuse that with boredom, and they're like, oh, well, who's next? I, yeah, I don't believe in the whole swiping for dates and uh, relationships in the first place. I've never done it myself, actually. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like well, it's an addiction. <laughs> it's like something that I guess I'll never have to worry about. But you know, even theoretically, yes. Uh, Fears crossed, thrown in the air. <laughs> one of the reasons that I never delved into anything like that is because it seems so inorganic to me. Mm. Um, and if you're going to go about things so inorganically, you're probably going to have that mindset of on to another thing. Uh, yeah. And and not really having the investment or the interest in it, uh, rather than that more classic and organic uh, experience of uh, actually meeting someone in real life at, say, uh, a bar 
or uh, uh, it's a bad example to be honest, because um, I don't really recommend meeting your relationship partner at a bar, but <laughs> it's what people think of uh, right away. Um, well, it's hard, like to, a, it's hard to introduce your, a gathering yourself of to someone who's like, that, oh, hey, you know, I like mangoes too. At <laughs> <laughs> the library. You, know, <laughs> you met them at the library. That's real. Pride and prejudice. I also know. Sin. <laughs> Um, but I mean, the general idea is that in meeting them in real life somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, at the park, uh, we'll go with that. And, uh, they were walking their dog, you were walking yours and it just happened because life, yeah. uh, versus hanging out on your cell phone <laughs> and pressing buttons and, and knowing that I'm you're going to, you're going to get, you're going to get somebody that four out of other five people have also gotten. And you all are playing the same game with each other <laughs> out, of, out in the open realms. Do you remember back in, uh, like grade school and everything, like right after pre-K and kindergarten where it's like, oh, you shared a drink with blah, blah, blah. Algebraic, we kissed. <laughs> wow. Do you ever have that share, I think? No. No? Okay, okay. I have, I have square stories for you now. Um, I remember kids, of course, will expand things past what they were just for the entertainment value, right? And they're like, oh, this makes me sound more interesting because this happened and I made it sound crazy, right? I remember it was like, it was grade four... So, we're still just tiny people. I have no idea how old we were in grade four. There was a girl who got in trouble and escorted out of the bathroom. And, uh, what happened... <laughs> what happened was she got escorted out of the bathroom because something happened. It was probably something, like, really dumb, like, first period or something, like, you know. But the rumors started spiraling. And the one that finally reached me was my friend walked up to me. He's like, dude, dude, did you hear? Did you hear what I called Jenna for national? <laughs> yeah, Jenna. Like, did you hear? Jenna got caught in the bathroom just sucking five dicks. Whoa. <laughs> Same time. All five. Just, oh, <laughs> oh, my. And my first. What, what grade were we talking four. about? Again? What the fourth? Uh, and my first thought, my first thought wasn't how could four people get dicks that close? <laughs> It doesn't make sense. Let alone five. <laughs> How big's your mouth? <laughs> no, my first thought was, who can I tell? <laughs> the game of telephone in fourth grade. Yeah, it went from what really happened? Teacher help to <laughs> five dicks. <laughs> yeah, what really happened was totally G-rated, and what oh, becomes 100%. the game of telephone is some nonsense. You know, uh, what's the wildest? I'm going to come clean about something. Okay. Uh, related to that, is that I convinced my entire third or fourth grade class that the substitute teacher was also a porn star, and <laughs> that I had a contract with her boss about some porn stuff. Uh, Dude, you were so cool growing. <laughs> <laughs> it was notarized and everything. Because somebody that I knew had one of them stampies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. These okay. third and fourth graders could not believe. <laughs> and why I did this? Well, because me and my buddy Jake used to watch a whole lot of porn on one of them hacked cards for the cable box. I <laughs> <laughs> dad, what you on Playboy today? <laughs> When I used to stay over at his house. And that's real life. That's just what happens. Yeah. Um, I say, I've, and I've, I guess I guess my grade school substitute teacher in my child mind was quite the hottie. Oh, had to be. Had to have been. Blue people's minds. Now, the real question, the real question to tell if she was a baddie or not, do you remember her name? Yes or no? No. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Do you remember what she even looks like or just the fact that you were like, oh, we had a contract? <laughs> I remember uh, some, like, basic outlines, probably. Um, <laughs> I could draw a curvature. Like, <laughs> a silhouette. I can give you body shape, and that is all you're getting. <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> 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 Same line of thought, different line of thought. 
<laughs> there were vampires. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Um, unrelated, related note that we're going to talk about. We're moving up one grade. We're in grade five now. <laughs> it's the first time I ever dealt with the police. Um, <laughs> so this was when uh, all kids started getting cell phones. Okay. And, of course... What was your first cell phone? Um, I had a... I had two. One that was like a $30 flip phone so I could use it at work and not break Sweet. it. Sweet. I had one of those. The other was a Blackberry. It's like an like, audio box. Yeah. Uh, the first was a... Like, genuine phone was a Blackberry. That nice. had the, With the uh, keyboard and like all the yeah, cool stuff. Yeah, it would swipe up and have like the keyboard. PDA, so... Yeah, it had yeah. the little like gyro ball you see on old people laptops. <laughs> but... Mass texts were going out everywhere, and I was like, I want to make one. And it was it was October, and I was like, okay, let's think, let's think. Okay, and I make it, and I send it out. Monday morning, I walk into the school. Easton Hay, please come to the office, Easton Hay. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I get there. And there is four cops, the principal, one of the people I sent it to, and her mom. Oh. I was like, all right. That's when you know. I was like, I want my mom here. <laughs> like my lawyer. Yeah, I just, sorry, I want my mom here. <laughs> I'll say and nothing. Fucking, she's got me out of so much shit. She's a godsend. <laughs> but <laughs> my message I sent was, if one cell of sperm has more life in it than a drop of blood, why doesn't Dracula suck cock? Happy Halloween for the Satan people. And I sent it to my parents because I thought it was fucking funny. I was like, ha science and damn I thought it was clever as fuck. So, But her and her parents did not. Yeah, so my mom comes in and just immediately stoic. What's going on here? Well, it seems that your son has sent inappropriate messages to this other student here. And um, there weren't legal actions. I thought we could just handle this here. And my mom immediately kicks off with, so it was off of school grounds and off of your hourly time. Well, yes, but okay, there's nothing else you can say. And she turned to the police. She's like, what are you here for? Well, it's just that he was sending inappropriate messages to a minor. As a minor, you're done. You. And looks at the mom, and the cops just left. I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> told. Mother like, fucking told. And she looks right at there. the other mom, and she's like, you, go. And she's like, well, I just think it's messed up that he's sending inappropriate messages to my daughter. <laughs> and my mom immediately just, your daughter wears a two-piece, she's a slut, shut up. Oh. Left. I was like, oh my god, we were in grade five. Yes. I was like, my mom's a fucking G. <laughs> I was in the office so much that I was on a first name basis with him, he'd have tea ready. <laughs> you got tea? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was on a first-day basis. His name was... Every time I went to the principal's office, he just looked at me with a utter scowl of disgust every single <laughs> What's What's the best time. moment you had? I'll share another one after. At every damn school. Um, my favorite... Uh, here, we'll move up to sixth grade. You went to fifth, I'll go to sixth grade. All right. Uh, me and my buddy... Donald were running through the halls uh, with a couple bras and a thong. And we were throwing <laughs> them back and forth to each other. One of our buddies' sister had received them as a gift for Christmas or a birthday or Valentine's. I don't remember. One of them. It was holiday related. Yeah. And I guess the chick didn't want them. And they ended up with little bro. And uh, we thought it was funny as fuck. So we wanted to show them off, thinking we were cool. Threw them back and forth to each other through the hallways until yeah. our uh, uh, principal came. Our uh, preference. We'll just call. We'll just call all principals PC principals. Came looking for us, but <laughs> this was not until we had already been chased down the hallways <laughs> by Miss Bird and her scooter. <laughs> And when I say that, Isn't just that... know that I mean a 70-year-old, 300-some pound, <laughs> old lady in a motorized scooter <laughs> that only goes about 10 miles an hour at max, <laughs> full speed. No weight on it. Power <laughs> mode. She was screaming. Put that shit on turbo. <laughs> 
and hollering at the speed of not <laughs> going anywhere. It was bad. Um, <laughs> we lost her within a classroom. Wow, that did not take long. No, she. I expected more of a high speed pursuit by like n- cops. <laughs> We'd already left the classroom. Before she was down the hall, (laughs) making a sound way back in the background noise. We probably made it about another four or five classrooms uh, down the hallway by the time that you hear that sound. (laughs) Uh, We was booking it, but the principal had already been notified. She hit him on the CB or something. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But the principal was coming for us, too. And uh, we was throwing stuff back and forth. We was hiding it behind our backs. We were sliding behind, like somehow we were just trading it off well enough for the principal yeah. to not know what we had. Uh, until the point in which one of us was just like, I can't do this anymore. Because mm-hmm. he'd have been at, he'd look at us with the fury in his eyes. What are y'all hiding? What are you doing? Why are you running? What are you throwing? What y'all motherfuckers messing with? Uh huh. I'll never forget whichever one of us handed it to him. Uh, he looked at the, the items he now had in his own possession and he, uh, <laughs> He started busting out laughing. <laughs> he didn't know what to do with himself. He did not know for a second. <laughs> he was about to be holding a couple of bras and a real skimpy underwear. <laughs> uh, he started busting out laughing and said, you boys need to come to my office right now. He said, I don't know what you got, why you got it, why you think it's funny, or why you run in my halls with it, or why a teacher would be chasing you for it. Her <laughs> whole six miles an hour. <laughs> but y'all gonna go to end school suspension. <laughs> Which is what our generation faced as a worse than suspension. <laughs> because previous generation, if they fucked something up and did something stupid, then they would get suspended from school and not have to go. <laughs> that's just that's just a reward for being a shit. Like. But not our asses. In our generation, we would have to go to school in a worse classroom with a worse teacher. <laughs> with worse kids <laughs> and experience life inside the door. It, it, it's, I guess it was a different name for a longer ass detention. Okay? So my generation experienced like two times the detention and none of the suspension. I, I got I got a story based off of yours now too. And uh one thing, my mom never grounded us as kids, because grounding us meant that we had to stay inside, and being stuck inside, she had to stay there to make sure we stayed inside, and grounding us meant that she was stuck with angry children. So we never got grounded, so she'd never have to deal with that. I just think that's kind of magical. Any thoughts? What children yourself now, considering? <laughs> it's perplexing. Say it one more time. Okay. Basics. So, Layman. Kid fucks up. Yeah. You ground them. Mm. They're stuck inside. Yeah. Get screamy and angry they're stuck inside. Uh-huh. You're stuck with it to make sure mm-hmm. they stay inside. What about it? She never grounded us, so she never had to be stuck with it. See, I I don't quite comprehend not figuring out a way to handle the behavior. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds like an auto cop out to me, honestly. Um, it sounds like a plus if you were the child. Mm-hmm. She never had to deal with... Uh, harder consequence or uh, reprimand for whatever it was. I understand it to a point from the the person's giving it perspective simply because they don't want to fucking do it, you know, and there is something to be said about that. But to be inside, to be fair, I also had like an N64, like cartoons, whatever else in that front. Whoops. Uh, (laughs) But. I never got that. I wasn't allowed that. If I was in shit, it was gone. Hmm. Yeah. So stuff got taken away. There wasn't guarantee, like, we were just never locked inside and stuck. There was still a punishment, but... Yeah. Not not gonna make you stay here and be a bitch-ass and whiner. Yeah, you fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) And me deal with that nonsense. So I got two more stories for you. Uh, Next one was probably the same era of, like, grade six. But I'm gonna say grade seven just because we keep climbing the ages. (laughs) But I had a teacher, and her name was Mrs. Clapp. And I remember people got suspended because they call her Miss. <laughs> they got suspended for that dumbass joke. But I was with a friend. We'll call him Chase. And uh, he read ahead in the book by a chapter 
So what he did was he wouldn't even pick up the book. She'd read it aloud to the class, and he would just mouth every word to me as she said it. And I started laughing losing my shit. So she pulled us out into the hall, and she's like, okay, if you guys are going to keep acting like this, let me ask you. Do you really think it's that funny to interrupt my class? And blah, 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 this whole tangent. And at the end, she's like, now, do you want to be treated like children or young adults? And Chase was like, young adults. And she looks at me, and she's like, what about you? I'm like, depends on the situation. <laughs> depends on the situation she's like so you want to be treated like a kid i didn't say that because you're acting like one again i didn't say that so she grabbed my hand and led me to every classroom trying to punish me as a look at this kid he's being punished he has to hold my hand go to everyone as a display and every classroom went to i was like i'm holding a girl's hand i'm holding a girl's hand can you believe not only are you the teacher not only are you holding a girl's hand she's holding a minor's nah <laughs> You're holding the hand to Miss Clap, so you know she getting down. Oh, it's not. <laughs> Make no mistake. There is a the reason for the name. She gave up and led me straight to the office. Oh, my. And my next one was, uh, was we're now in high school, grade 10. What is that in America? I know you got freshmen and seniors. What's the other two? Sophomore and junior. I don't understand that. <laughs> no? No, no. It's. I don't explain it to me, please. Like genuinely. Explain the different grade levels. Yeah, I don't get why it's called that. <laughs> I genuinely don't. What What's a sophomore? All right, so freshman. It's like maybe you kiss somebody, and uh, you're bound to get laid before the year's up, probably. <laughs> okay. Uh, sophomore. It's like you ain't soft no more. You, you know what life's about. You You're think, hardened. You think you know everything. <laughs> You're gonna be cool as a motherfucker. You're gonna succeed in life. You're gonna you get the... every The yeah. world is yours to conquer. And junior is like, oh shit, maybe I didn't know everything. Maybe I've gotta figure some other stuff out. Man, this shit is more Why complex is than I anticipated. A junior's the being junior to the fact that you're about to be senior. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense actually. <laughs> like, I, I get it. I, okay. Um and then senior is uh you go back to that. I think I've figured it all out again. I had a whole year of trying to tread the waters <laughs> of my new pubescence and young adulthood. <laughs> And I'm gonna, I'm gonna make shit happen, and then you're off to college. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's, how, that's how that works. I have a friend, and he was my dad's friend, so like age of an uncle, not an uncle, family friend, and we called him Fish. Uh, okay. I thought his name was straight up Fish. We talked about fishing, like what Snakey in this conversation was. Uh, there was a Tommy. Fish no. and Tommy. Earlier, uh, we talked about another. Oh, I got no idea. Another guy. I don't know. I thought the it was dude that ate all the fucking lobster. <laughs> before that, that was your guy before that. <laughs> but he went to uh, he went to prison. They called him Fish Fresh Meat. I don't know where the oh yeah Fresh so, Fish yeah. So we just called Yuck. him Fish. And until I was thirteen years old, I had no idea his real name was Derek. Mm. <laughs> but I remember. He was my dad's friend, and I got a little dirt bike, and they had their dirt bikes, and we'd ride around, and there was this, um, there was, like, a mine nearby where they would mainly get gravel and sand and all that shit, so it was giant sand pits, and doing insulation, we had the in with people, and we're like, hey, can we just ride our dirt bikes in your giant fucking lot? Like, what a cool place to go play. And, uh, my dad had a 250 from, like, the 1960s with a steel tank still. And Fish was like, okay, this thing's a fucking behemoth. Let me ride this thing. Because it said it was 250. Had like 400 horsepower. It was fucking insane. <laughs> so we were down standing at the bottom of this giant hill. So what it is is there's a road that cars can actually go on. And it goes down probably a good like 40 feet. And then you have this weird oasis area where they hit a natural spring and water came up. And they would go swimming in there and shit because there's a little dock. But all around it was like a 70 degree pit of soft sand. And Fish actually did competitive racing on dirt bikes for a little while there. He's like, let me just take this up this fucking hill, please. <laughs> Alright, my dad gives him the bike. And Fish comes flying down, first gear, second, third, fourth gear. The thing is just screaming. He goes, leans back, ready to pop it up. 
front tire sinks into the sand. <laughs> it goes straight in. I remember he flies forward. I hear a pop. His head goes straight into the sand. He comes back out. Sunglasses gone. Can't speak. He jumps into the water. <laughs> Ten minutes later, comes back out. Get the car. 60 miles an hour on a dirt bike into the sand pit. The dirt bike stopped immediately. His body went forward in between his body and the steel tank. Crushed his nuts. He couldn't walk for a year. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Fish died that day. The <laughs> 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 yeah, the worst injury I personally ever got was a fishy, fishy, fishy. oh poor boy. Remember, I was doing backflips off of a swing, having fun and everything. I figured out how to do doubles. I did a double, and the wind hit me. Or I didn't get enough momentum, whatever, and I stopped upside down. I looked up, and I was looking at the ground. And I remember thinking, necker hand. So I put up my arm, hit the ground, I get back up, and my wrist was about an inch out from where it should have been, right above. And my friend's just screaming, do it again, do it again, that was funny as fuck. Nah, nah, we're going home. <laughs> so we start walking home, I guess, where I show him my wrist, and it's grotesque. I end up mm. snapping my wrist and my growth plate in my right arm, square through. Well, healed properly, same length, happy day. That's good. Yeah, I've never broke anything. I uh, I <laughs> popped a wheelie off a curb one time. Yeah. And wait, nothing? No, never broke a bone. <laughs> I uh, popped a wheelie off a curb one time <laughs> on a dirt bike, and uh, it slid and flipped over, <laughs> and the handlebars twisted, smacked me in the nut. I'll <laughs> never forget it. I hated it. I was so upset. <laughs> it hurt like a motherfucker. I don't know if there's been a pain quite as bad as that. I, like I remember, I was like like fifteen. I think I went home. I said, "Mom, I think I fucked my nut." <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, I hope it's all right. But man, sorry, something is twisted sideways. Something else flipped up in the background. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 it all worked out. Don't worry about it. But I remember, I remember one is grotesquely larger. I remember that was the first time. The second time <laughs> that I ate it uh, was uh, somebody had set up this like ramp outside somebody's house somewhere. And uh, <laughs> I was riding my bike with my brother out around the, the area, and we saw that somebody had set this ramp up. It was a couple of uh, young boys and young girls, and we thought a couple of the girls was cute and fine, so we wanted to show off. <laughs> yeah, of course. And uh, my bro could not bring himself to go off the ramp at all. Uh, he, he copped out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes and, sense. and uh, I went two blocks up on a. Let me describe the bike first. Uh, it's like an old school, like uh, rip off Stingray, uh, where they right. had the skinny tire in the front and the fat tire in the back. Looked like a motorcycle. Uh, had a okay. big long banana ask if it was seat. More like BMX or like Man, no, it had a big, bike. big long banana seat okay. with a big thick boy motorcycle like size the ones tire. You'd see with the in the backside front in classic movies. Uh, nah, I mean, no. it, it was like the original Stingray and what this thing was were similar in ways, but this thing just it looked like half motorcycle, half bicycle. Um. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, I lost my phone. There it is. And uh, <laughs> I, I got that. I got that. I go I two blocks things. up. I go two blocks up. I come flying down this thing, come around the corner, and I go off the ramp. I hit airborne four, five, seven feet in the air. I'm like, fuck! I've gone too far. And the bike's so heavy, it starts oh, flipping, flipping behind me. No, no, that's the, the original. You gotta, you gotta look up the. Oh, more like this boy? That thing. Okay, so it's it's the bike that looks almost like a Harley, but for, yeah. like, 13, 14. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Precisely. What, yes. <laughs> so Sorry, I'm seven continue. feet in the air <laughs> with this style bike. It's now started flipping behind me because of the weight. 
Um, and, and, and I could just like see it kind of like flying behind me and just like my body's already come off of yeah, it. Yeah. Like I'm no longer planted on the seat. My hands are not touching any kind of handlebar. So, <laughs> I, I flipped over like a somersault basically. Yeah. And I slid a good three to five feet. Parkour ninja land. In the grass on my head. Oh, never mind. <laughs> on my head. My hair was turned green for a week. <laughs> I mean that. The grass had turned my brown ass hair <laughs> green. <laughs> because I'd slid so fucking hard in it. <laughs> and I flipped over and I sat up and I was like, fuck, thank God I'm alive. And that big ass back tire smacked me in the back of the head and smacked my face straight into the fucking ground. <laughs> and then I slid straight back and said, God, keep me alive. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, shit with my ass. But I thought I was a badass. It didn't go as planned. No, you, you I gotta... would do it again. But would... try and land better. <laughs> We're playing bicycles. <laughs> Dude, when's the last time you did a somersault? It's been a long time. I was probably 10 the last time I popped one of those. <laughs> I remember it was a month ago or so. It was October. I don't, I'm not good with time. October, uh, we went to go visit my mom and went up to Wisconsin for a little bit. We got in the conversation of cartwheels and just, I remember doing them all the time. I do them with one hand on good days, no hands, and just fucking do a ninja jump. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. And uh, Brooklyn was like, oh, I used to do them all the time. She used to be in cheer, right? Mm. And uh, I was like, oh, show me. For sure, you got to be a professional if you were in cheer, right? I got to yeah. see this. It's like, it's been a while. It's like, just do it. Completely <laughs> biffed it. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. Dude, that's a word I miss. I got this in my full adult life. <laughs> the word I miss was ninny. Oh, ninny is so good. Because it, it's like it didn't clarify what kind of specific fuck up you are, just that you are one. If, <laughs> if you ever fought being called a ninny, you look even more like a ninny. Yeah. Like, like what the fuck? Don't. <laughs> don't. Don't you call me a ninny? <laughs> <laughs> you just got got as got soon as it comes off the cuff. <laughs> Ninny. <laughs> Ninny. <laughs> got him. Um, earlier we were talking about old people being super cute and just any era of people who are like, you got love, right? I want to do the exact opposite with you now. Um, so I grew up in a little town called Olds, Alberta. Okay. So Olds in the province of Alberta. Female Fat Albert. Yeah. Got it. Sure. Yes. What? <laughs> I had a lot of emotions in there. We're moving past. <laughs> Shouldn't be as funny as it is. But I clarify. It is. That funny. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was just so off the cuff. <laughs> I used to have a Fat Albert t-shirt that just said, hey, hey, hey. I fucked with Fat Albert when I was young. I thought that, you know, something about him bringing the peoples together and having a good time. Well, Something to be said about that. I saw the... Uh, the live action movie when I was a kid. I never watched a cartoon. I saw the live action movie. And I was like, am I, am I colorblind? Like, what the fuck is happening? And no, they literally just kept, like, dyeing his clothes with bleach and shit. Do you remember that at all? I remember uh, the live action Fat Albert movie. Yeah, but... Because he started out bright red at the very end. What? He was, like, almost all of his clothes was, like, gray and dulled out. Because he was dying. He was becoming unsaturated. Because he was a cartoon character that came to life. He was dying in the real world. That's fucking deep now that I think about it. What the fuck? Got too real with him. <laughs> Alright, we're moving on from that. I'm going back to my original topic. 
Uh, <laughs> so olds. Mm-hmm. And I'd see this couple, and it was an old dude on his little rascal scooter. And on the back of it, he like... Like alfalfa. Referenced right over my head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, little rascals. I found it. I caught it. <laughs> I mean... Um... <laughs> Okay. That's... I caught it was way the back here when I found it. <laughs> Moving on. He has a little scooter. On the back he um he like welded a trailer hitch to it and cut another scooter in half and hitched up a second seat. And he'd tow his wife around all the time. Not that it was cute as fuck, right? Because, like, they're at the age now where they actually can't move too much, but he'd still bring her everywhere with him. He'd scoot her along. Yeah, and I thought it was the cutest fucking thing. I was at McDonald's one day, and they rolled up, and he parked, and I was like, oh, I finally get to see them. And she just started screaming at him. She had... Now that I'm older, it's very sad, but as a kid, I thought it was funny as shit, and I still kind of do a little bit. Uh, but she had severe dementia Mm. and he walked up. He's like, can I get two small coffees and just, just a McDouble? And she was screaming, you motherfucking son of a bitch. You took my motherfucking money. (laughs) (laughs) So all this time, I thought it was the cutest old couple in the world. All this time you're like, man, I want to be like that one day. And then you see it in person it's, up close. It's the irony. And she's just... like, motherfucker! I'm you to fucking jail! But he still cared. See? So much. I want to be like him when I'm older. That's what every woman dreams about. I want to be like him when I'm older, but right now I think I'm going more towards like Squidward. Oh, God. Squidward Denicles. I don't know what. I don't really comprehend the kind of lifestyle that guy lived. You know, the more that I think about it, the more, like, incel pervert it almost becomes. What? Think about it. Stays inside all day, looks out through his window, watching the kids run around Spongebob and Patrick, and plays a clarinet just to himself. That's never good. Mm, yeah, you wouldn't want Hates that guy in your neighborhood. pictures of himself. So that's why I don't quite comprehend why you're going Squidward. Yeah, who'd be... <laughs> Because I'm not Mr. Krabs. I don't have money. <laughs> or the uh, questionable child. You know, maybe... Do you think Sandy Cheeks it would be an abusive mother? With all the karate, as they put it? That's just an odd question. I, I don't think anybody's <laughs> contribution <laughs> to a martial art signifies their direction in parenthood. But the uh, the... Episode one where she first meets Spongebob, she literally just chops him in half before even introducing herself. She is very defensive of her household. Mm. My only guess is she'd protect her own in such a fashion. (laughs) (laughs) I, I got one more question for you. So, where we're recording, I can look around the room and just see a bunch of shit. And one of the things that caught my eye is the skateboard you have hanging here. Beautiful line and everything. Cut out in the grip tape is just a pure wood. And written in black ink is, I have no towel. And I assume the Star of David. That's actually my signature. Right. Yes, I forgot about your signature. It's so cool. Um, not if you're my boss right now. Yes, no, Because she, hates she it. hated it. Yes. She was like, what is this on this piece of paper? <laughs> I was like, that's my... That's my signature. I mean, I don't know what it is you're trying to say. <laughs> so she was like, oh, never mind. It's fine. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> um, this skateboard, I built it uh, probably in between my first and my second child, I think. Yeah. You skate yourself? Uh, yeah, I have for years. Um, I have not actually been on the board in the last year or two. Maybe three, to be honest. I'll be honest. The first time you get back on, it feels fucking weird. Yeah. Continue. But uh, it's got some Richter wheels and some Thunder trucks. Yeah. It's a BAM board. It's a helium deck from Element. Yeah. Uh, and it's got uh, Nija uh, tape on it with the lion. Yeah, it's beautiful. 
um, by Santa Cruz. My and, first uh, was Santa Cruz. Hit a beer ball opener in the bottom of cheetah print. It's even got some <laughs> uh, really nice jackpot bearings and uh, lucky screws. You see yeah. the, the green ones on there. Yeah. Um, what is the I have no towel? I have no towel is a yes. totally different thing than the skateboard. Why is it on the skateboard? We'll start there. It's also right here on the table. All right. What's what's the what's the meaning for your? Would it be your slogan? Because it is both uh, in stasis on the table and in motion on okay. the board. Yeah. Uh, it is almost like a creed, if you will. Mm. I have no towel. Is I will not give up. Okay. I will oh, so persevere. It's like Rocky throwing the towel like, fuck you, coach. People <laughs> have no towel. in life throw the towel. Yeah. Whether it's this life pursuit or that life pursuit or this mentality or something that they want to change in themselves, whatever. I don't care what it is. Yeah. People throw the towel. They stop pursuing whatever it is. So, uh, I have no towel is... The opposite of throwing the towel. Uh, yeah. it's, it's not possible. Not plausible. Cannot be. Right, that's my new question. Human, I have no towel. Human perseverance story. What's the closest you were to throwing in a towel before you realized you didn't have one? Uh, I was... Or before you just threw out the towel. I was in the pouring rain in 20 jury weather. Probably about this time last year, actually. Yeah. And... I was trying to make sure that uh, I had everything in place for this repair that I was doing on this vehicle to work, right? Yeah. And I just keep getting poured on. It keeps getting colder. It keeps getting harder to get everything situated the way it needs to be. But I know that I need this vehicle to run properly and be safe and work. And I kept pushing and pushing and pushing and making sure that it got finished, that that job got complete, that I was not going to give up on the possibility of it coming to fruition, completion, and happening. And I just did it. And that is actually where I Have No Towel began, is that I realized that sometimes you have to make something happen and make sure that it happens and get yourself to that next step because if you don't it's all fucked i mean like you know like you have to do what you have to do you got to keep going you can't let it beat you you can't let life and anything that you encounter beat you because if you do you're living a hard and sad life that you, you don't want to be living you know if you stay ahead of the curve and you got that optimistic window of like possibilities and and potentialities and uh, pleasantries, all the good that there is that life has to offer. Instead of trying to stay ahead of that curve, you know what I'm saying? You just gotta yeah get ahead, get ahead of it, and uh, and take it head on, handle it, you know, live. I think that's where we should probably just send out on this one is where's your guys' towel? What's the closest you ever been at to throwing in the towel and where'd you learn that's time to get rid of it? We'll but catch you guys next time on Splatter Thoughts where we might just do in our scatter thoughts or whatever if we decide whatever. But yeah, where's your guys' towel? And do you have one at all? <laughs>